cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. I was at a door one time talking to a lady, and, and she happened to be a Catholic lady, and, and um, I asked her about being born again. And she said, you know, I have a friend that was born again. It was a very good thing. And she said, I think it's nice. I think it's nice when people, I hear that they get born again. It's a great thing. I said, ma'am, you missed the verse. It's not just a nice thing that can happen to you. You must be born again. It's not an option. It's not a nice thing that can happen to you. I said, if you want to see the kingdom of God, you have to be. You must be born again. Catholic, Protestant, Baptist, Jew. I don't care who you are. If you're going to see the kingdom of God, you must be born again. That's what Jesus said. Verse 7. Uh, uh, verse 8, I'm sorry. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. What he's saying here is, is that, that spiritual matters and religion are two different things. Just walking into a building, getting into a tank, getting water sprinkled on you, what, those are external, outward things, but that doesn't change the inside of the heart. That doesn't change anything. And so verse 9, Nicodemus answered him and said, How can these things be? And Jesus answered and said to him, Art thou master of Israel, and knowest not these things? This man had the Old Testament law. I mean, he had, he had the law and the prophets. He should have understood some of these things. He said, you don't understand this, and you're, you're, you're part of the 70. I mean, you're the one teaching these people, and you don't know it. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and you receive not our witness. He said, I've told you about things I've seen, I've experienced, and you, you, don't, you don't believe what I say. He said, if I've told you of earthly things, in other words, the new birth, you know, birth, likening first birth to the uh, second birth to the first birth. What, he said, if I've told you of earthly things and you don't understand that, how are you going to understand if I start talking about spiritual things? Verse 13, and no man has ascended up into heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven, Verse 14, I want to bring your attention to that as our text. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Nicodemus had been raised under a system of do's, commandments. Matter of fact, years and years ago, uh, D.O. Moody was on a train with a, a Mormon, and for three hours that Mormon tried to convert D.O. Moody to Mormonism. And after three hours of lecturing and all the other things that they go through, he says, Mr. Moody... Um, what is the main difference, can you see, from what I've told you, what is the main difference between Mormonism and Christianity? And Mr. Moody said just one thing. He said, your religion is do, 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 do. He said, Christianity is done. It's done. Jesus said, it is finished. I just read it verse this morning in my devotions. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy hath He saved us. 
by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. It's, it's done. Here, the, these, these three verses, and it begins with an illustration that he knows Nicodemus knows something about. And, of course, the classic verse in John uh, chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world. God loved us so much. Why would he put a bunch of loopholes, a bunch of hoops you have to jump through to be saved? What, you know, even the people that changed the, the, the new versions, they changed the Bible where it says, broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many of their lead to going there. And the new versions say, and hard is the way that leads to life. The Bible doesn't say hard. It says narrow. It's not hard. It's not hard. God is not willing that any should perish. God doesn't want anybody to die and go to hell. Why would He make it hard? Why would He make it, you've got to be this religion, or you've got to do this, or you have these ten steps you have. Why would He make, when He, he don't want anybody to go to hell. Matter of fact,